Hey, this is Esther Kesmira and welcome to season two of my podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here and we've been talking about goals. Um, do you have a goal? Do you have personal goals? Do you have financial goals? Do you have social contribution goals? Because those are the three areas to focus on if you really want to live a life that is fulfilling. So what kind of goals do you have and how do you achieve them? How do you look at them? So if you have goals and do you write them down? Do you have them on New Year's Eve? Or do you have them and you keep checking in on them or thinking about them is one way of looking at this. So I always say to people that, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on out there. There's so many things that go on out there. There's so many, you you can't sit back in life and say, I'll wait for the politicians to make a decision. And that's when my life will change. You have to change it yourself. It has to start from within you. And it starts by making goals. I say to my eight-year-old son, do you have goals? You know, what goals do you have? And now he's started to think about goals. But before you'd look at me and say, why? I don't need goals. And I say to him, you do. You need goals about the friends you make. You need goals about the work you do at school. You need goals about people that don't treat you right and how you're going to deal with it so that the next time these things come, you're able to deal with them head on. And I tell him, that's how life is. You know, you need to have a plan. If if you don't have a plan for your life, life will dictate what would happen to you and it will not be nice. So if you fail to plan, then you are in big trouble. So everything we do, we should plan it ahead. That's why we have budgets. That's why we every April we we have the government giving us a budget for the year because they feel like they have to have something. So if if the government can make a budget for the year, you should have a budget for your life because that's what you can control. The government controls the country, but the only thing you can control is yourself. So what you do is you also make goals for yourself. And in all areas, because when you start to make goals in all areas, you start to think about those areas. So how do we go about this? We've been talking about goals for the past few episodes and I've been getting feedback from people saying, oh no, Esther, I have a job, you know, um, I, I can't really think about goals or I, 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 I have goals, but I never achieve them or I set them, but I forget about them because then life happens and all those things are true. But you still have to have goals because then you go back and tweak it and say, okay, this has happened, you know. So how do I change it? But you have to have something you look towards because I believe strongly that people who plan their lives are people who are motivated and they're people who live longer than people who just live empty lives. People who they say are a walking generality. (laughs) I think it was Zig Ziglar who said that, but... It's so, so important to be able to have a plan for your life. 
However general the plan is, there has to be a plan for your life. And how do you achieve that? You know, how do you achieve that at times when things are not going your way? You know, at times when you're not even sure that you have a job, you know, at times when things are just going wrong. And that's a time when you actually need those plans. You actually need a time to sit down and say, why is this happening? It's happening because of the outside world. What is going on? So many people say, oh, no, no, no. I have job security. There's no, there's nothing like job security, you know. And this pandemic we're in will show you that there's nothing like job security. People are losing their jobs every day. People who have worked for 20 years doing the same thing, working 40 hours a week, doing the same thing for the past 20 years, have lost their jobs, you know. And they're thinking, oh my gosh, what is happening? So, when you're working nine to five, there's nothing like job security. The only security you can give yourself is to have a plan for your life, is to create something, is to create a job for yourself and go out there and, 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 and do it and deliver, you know. Find the skills that make you great because everybody is great. Everybody has something that is their thing, you know. So now is a time to find that thing. It's not a time to cower. It's not a time to blame the government or to, 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 to look for, 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 for somebody who you can complain to and you guys just sit there and moan and moan and moan about what's going on. It's not going to help. That's why I avoid having friends who feel sorry for me because then we'll just wallow and wallow in self-pity, you know. So... Don't do that because then you're just dwelling on something you can't change. And that's the ultimate, the ultimate frustration. You need somebody who will tell you, listen, yes, it's happened. Now what? What are you going to do about it? That's life, you know. Get up and do something. You need a bit of tough love. You need a bit of someone who will push you in the direction you need to go because whenever something happens, it is pushing you to your actual destiny, believe it or not, however horrible it is, it's pushing you to where you should go. Because what happens in life is that if you're going down this route and life is thinking, okay, now you're done, now you need to move on, and you don't, then life will move on you. It will literally push you out. You lose your job, you will be sacked, you will do something, and that is the push you'll need in order for you to move on and find something that is going to be great for you. It's happened to me, so I know. <laughs> I really know. I used to work jobs I didn't like, you know. And I used to wonder, why don't I like this job, you know. It's a good job. I'm getting paid well. But I just didn't like the job. And I would leave. And yet I, I wouldn't want to leave because I had bills to pay, but I would leave. But now I see why. So when it's happening, you don't really see what is going on. It's when you step back after a while. That's when you look back and say, I know why that happened. I really do. And you'll have the reason for it. So 
that's how life is, you know. So when these things are happening, it's so easy to say, why is this happening to me? And you feel sorry for yourself and you get into a depression and it's not helping. All you do is say, I need an action plan. I really do. Yes, I had plans that have gone out the window, but what do I do? How do I tweak it now? How do I change it around? What should I be doing now in order to start to move in the right direction? Because I believe however thrown off I am from my goals, I always believe that the step I take today will at least start pointing me in the right direction, however small the step is, even if it means not doing anything for the day, just to take in the shock of what has happened, you know, it makes me realize that now I'm moving in the right direction. And that is the key. So how do we set these goals anyway that I've kept talking about? And I think an easy way is, I spoke about this before where I was saying, what you do is, you set goals that you can wake up in the morning excited about. So set goals. I normally look at my personal life first because I believe it has to come from within. If from within you're happy, you're able to give more. If from within you're improving yourself, you're able to improve your family life. You're able to improve your friendships. You're able to improve your job. You're able to improve anything. So I normally first set my personal goals. And I'll sit there and think about someone that's important to me that I want to do something great for. A lot of people I speak to, it's their moms, their parents, where somebody says, my goal is to get a house for my parents, you know, a really beautiful house because, or maybe my mom is disabled or she's not well and you know i want to get her place where she can you know just have a good life have an easy life you know have a swimming pool where she can you know enjoy herself with her friends or something so do you have a personal goal for me it's for my son you know to give him an amazing life so what is your goal your personal goal because that's what will get you up in the morning. That's what will fire you up. And you'll be thinking, <clears throat> I need to achieve this. I need to get this. Because if I get this, you, can, you even get the feeling of actually achieving it. How it makes you feel. You feel elevated. And you're thinking, this will actually be worth every penny. You know? So think about that goal. Think about someone you love. Someone in your life, it could be your wife, it could be your husband, it could be your whole family, where you're thinking, do you know what? It would be nice to, to get a family home or to, to have that massive holiday. Or it could be your health, you know, you could have had some challenges and you're thinking, do you know what? I'm going to turn my health around, you know, or it could be your mood. <laughs> you, you, you could say, do you know what? I'm going to start to be kinder to people because we go through all sorts of challenges, especially now we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, we have so many challenges. So maybe the way you have started to treat people is different because of the things going on in your life. You know, so these are highly, highly stressful times. And you can say, I'm going to promise myself that I'm going to be kinder than usual. Because I know people are going through challenges same as me. 
So it could be anything. So you set a goal and say, in the next six months, I'm going to check in every month just to make sure that this is happening, just to make sure that I'm that better person. So after your personal goals, I normally look at my financial goals. And I think, what's that figure? What's that amount of money that you can make that will make all your stresses go away, that will give you that financial freedom, that will make you think, now I don't really have to work, but I will work because I love what I do. I've found that thing that I, that I love. What's that amount of money that can give you that financial freedom, that can distress your life completely, that can make you debt-free? What amount of money is that? And write it down. It's important. You think about it and you write it down. And then when you write it down, I was reading, I think it was Les Brown, one of my favorite motivational speakers. And he said, when you write that figure down, then this is what you do. Multiply it by a hundred. And I was thinking, wow. And I think that's what you should do. Multiply it by a hundred and look at that figure because what happens is we always naturally think small, you know. When somebody says, oh, um, can I give you money? And you're thinking, oh, yeah, yeah just give me 10,000 pounds, you know. We always think small. We can never say give me 10 million. So that's why it's important to multiply it by a hundred because that's the actual figure that will get you out of bed, you know? So what I say is this, get that figure, multiply it by 100, look at it again, and think of the things you'd be doing if you had money like that. I mean, my son is obsessed with skydiving. He's like, mama, we have to go skydiving. So think of the things that you could do, the holidays you'd have, the homes you'll have, you know, just think about it and see whether life would be different because it would be. It would be completely different. It would change everything. And it is achievable. They say the worst thing you can ever do is to aim low and achieve it. The best thing you can ever do is to aim high. Because even if you miss, where you land will be in a much, much better place. So just think of that figure and it will excite you. It really will. And it will be something that you will start to think about. Because normally when you walk you say, oh yeah, yeah, it would be nice to be rich. But if you start to put an amount to it, your brain will kind of kick in and say, ah, that's interesting. Then you've multiplied it by a hundred. So now your brain is thinking, whoa, because now the, the, the kind of vision you had, the kind of pictures you had in your head about your goal of spending this money has now, you've really made it bigger and brighter and more exciting. So that is what will really, really fire you up. And then the third area is one of my favorites. This is an area 
I've been working on for a while and now I feel really proud of myself and it's social contribution. Social contribution is something that everybody should do. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how many problems you have. It is something that you should do because when you contribute, this is social contribution, when you contribute to human mankind, it's the most powerful thing you can ever do. I recently said on my podcast when I did it over the Christmas period because obviously everyone was shut down, you know. So many people were losing their jobs. There was a lot of misery, a lot of fear. And I was thinking, I said to my son, do you know what? This is the time to give. More than anything, this is the time to give. And I went online and I set up all these crowdfunding things and said, guys, we need to give huge baskets, not even a small one, huge, huge baskets of food with turkey, with trimmings, with food, with potatoes. With, think about it, I put it in there. With, with stuffing, with milk, with, you know, with toys. I made my son wrap up all his old toys and it felt good, you know. It felt good seeing the, the, the look on these people's faces and my target was 100 families. I was like, let's go out there and give 100 families. We needed volunteers. <laughs> Thought about that later <laughs> and realized, yeah, I needed, a vol- I needed a few volunteers. I should have. But because of the social distancing, it was not possible. So we got this charge that really helped. And they were amazing. They were really, really amazing. They, they helped us. They delivered the food. They brought food to us. They did everything. And we had some charities working with us, and it was an it, it it ended up being such an amazing thing. So everyone should contribute to human mankind. It's the it's the best thing you can ever do, and you have to include this in your goals. Because I was reading somewhere where they say you should be ashamed to die if you've not lived and given to human mankind you really should it's so important and we live in countries where we can do it that's the thing you know we live in a country where if you decided to do it you'll get so much support i know that because i did it you know and so many people will rally behind you so think about it go go to a soup kitchen and just work there for a day and just give people food you know but do something I know so many people are saying, oh, no, no, Esther, I have no money. I have no this. Sacrifice your time. Sacrifice a day. Sacrifice two days, especially when you're not working, you know, and just do something for someone. And it feeds your spirit. It really does. This is an area that I really, really feel very strongly about and that I encourage so many people to look at, you know, because you can't just think about yourself you know you really can't you have to think about others because when you think about others it widens your thinking it 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 gives you that sense of abundance you know and you don't even have to have anything to give that's the thing you really don't it can be helping a friend you know it can be like you pick up the phone, you know somebody has lost their job and you ring them and say, listen, let me come and help you look for another job, you know. 
let me let's look at your CV. What can we do? What what can happen? So it could be anything, but giving that's the secret to living. It really is. I will tell you that now. But guys, anyway, we'll talk more about this goal setting. I love it. And if you have any goals that you're thinking about, that you're working towards, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me, Facebook, bookkeeping that works. Just look for me. Just send me a message and say, hi, Esther, this is what I'm working towards. I'll just love to read about it. And for now, I got to go. But it's been great speaking to you and I will be looking forward to another conversation. And let me know what you're thinking. That's the most important thing. And just live life, guys. Live full. Live full. Just go for it. Don't, don't hesitate. No self-doubt. Turn that self-doubt into determination. It will happen. It really will. But for now, I'm going to sign off and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi guys, Esther Kesmira here and welcome to another one of my episodes. And we talked about goals and goals are so important. And thank you so much for getting back to me about this because without goals, you lack direction and without direction, you can't motivate yourself. So it all comes from having a goal, thinking about it, obsessing over it, and then achieving it. So all of us have goals, whether they're in your subconscious or whether you literally sit down and write them. We all have goals. And if you think <clears throat> maybe I'm the exception to the rule, I I never really have goals. I wake up in the morning and I go to work, you know, or I'm just doing this because I want to earn money. There's something you think about. There's something that you long for. There's something that you wish you were. And that is the one thing that you should strive for because we only live once, you know. We're only here for a short period of time. So you might as well go after it. So think about that one thing you want. Think about it. It, it, it might be something that you've thought about and feel like you're so far off. It's not something that you might ever achieve in life. But then... You've, you've left your job or they've let you go because of the pandemic or because of the economy or because the business has gone under. And now this is your chance. This is your chance to go after it, however far-fetched it is. We spoke about writing down what your dreams are, what your goals are, without knowing how you're going to get it is not something you should think about. Just think about what you want and then the rest will be taken care of. Because your brain will find a way. So the most important thing is not to limit yourself. Because a lot of people have what I call possibility blindness. Where they think, oh no, that's, that's, that's not possible. I have to be reasonable. With your dreams, you don't have to be reasonable. It's a free flow, you know. It really is. You don't even have to tell anyone about your dreams. Because some people say, ah, oh, no, if I tell people, they'll think I'm crazy. Don't tell anyone. Just write them down think about them. If you don't want to write them down, think about them, but you don't want to park them in your head because then they'll drive you crazy. But write them down because when you write them down, they start to become real. They really do. So a lot of what I'm talking about in these episodes is going to be about how to go after your goals, you know, and then how to, to, to think about them, how to 
rationalize them in your brain if you like because so many people think oh no you don't you don't want to know my dreams you know my dreams are so out there read about Walt Disney you know just read about him that's the only guy you should read about and you'll start to believe that you can actually achieve your goals go and read about people who have achieved greatness because they started with an idea and you're starting with an idea you're starting with a dream that is an idea that you can write down, you know, because I believe that everyone has greatness in them. But you have to get started to be great, you know. You can't just think about it and hope it comes to you and hope somebody rings you one day and says, oh, you know, I know you want to be this. You want to be an actor, you know. So do you want to start tomorrow? (laughs) It's not going to happen. You have to go after it. You really do. That's what I believe. If you want something, you have to go after it. So we spoke about our goals and we said it's nice to have personal goals because I like to separate them out. So it's nice to have your personal goals, then your financial goals, and then your social contribution goals. So you have three. And think about them and see where you're at with all three. Have you ever thought of your social contribution goals? Because those are things that people do, but without thinking, you know? Like people go to church, they contribute to the church, they contribute to their local community, but they don't realize that they're doing so, or they give to charity. All that is social contribution. But when you focus on it, then you start to really feel it, and you start to get a lot of fulfillment out of it. Instead of just doing it on a whim, you know, instead of doing it when somebody knocks on your door and says, do you want to give to cancer research? And you're like, yeah, go on then. I'll give them a tenner. If you start to focus on it and say, what's my social contribution for this year? You'll start to realize that you can actually sit down with your family and say, what should we do? You know, what should we do this year for the community or for the church or for anything that you believe in, you know? Should we run the marathon, 5K, you know, anything? But what should we do that we really focus on and that we, we, we feel like we're doing maybe as a family or as yourself, you know, or just you and your spouse or just you and your, your son? Because it will bring you together. But more importantly, you'll recognize it and you'll gain more from it rather than just giving somebody a 10 and saying, yeah, off you go. You know, you'll feel like you're, you, you, you'll feel like you're feeding your spirit in a way. And it's so fulfilling. It really is. So after you've planned your social contribution and you have your goal, you can set it for five years, you can set it for a year, you can set it for a few months and keep checking in. Then you can say, let me look at my financial goals. What do I want to get? So many people think, oh, I want to be rich or I want to get money, you know which is not a bad thing, but money itself will not make you happy. So you have to make sure that you are actually getting that money, but focusing on all the other areas of your life again, which is your personal goals. So you can't, so many people say, I'll sacrifice my personal goals because my family will understand while I go after the money. It does not work like that because what will happen is you will get the money, but you will lose your family all at the same time. So you will be going through a divorce with your kids not talking to you, but you'll be rich, 
you know so you won't be rich in your heart in a fulfilled way you'll be a rich poor person because you'll not have achieved your personal goals so all these things have to be set at the same time you can't say i'll go after the money and then later on i'll look at my social goals or my personal goals. You have to do everything at the same time. So many people will say to me, no, but Esther, I don't have money now, so I'll park the, the social contribution goals. You still have to look at them because it does not have to be monetary value that you contribute. You know, it can be your time. You know, it can be anything. You can give your old clothes to charity. So it can be anything. So you have to set all these goals all at the same time in order to f- get feel that fulfillment. And people will say, but the thing is, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's too much. No, it isn't. Write one sentence for each, you know. Look at your personal goals and say, what do I want to do? And I feel like with your personal goals, you can have your health, which is, by the way, one of the most important things, because without your health, you have nothing. So, so many people will say to me that I don't have time to go to the gym because I work 12-hour days, fine. But if you didn't have your health, would you be able to do those 12 hours anyway? Or if you fall ill, you know, your manager will just replace you that same day. That's how cold it can be. So you have to think about these things and put yourself first. You can't afford to put your job first because... It's easy to do in the moment, but long term, it's not going to really serve you. So there's, I think about urgent things and important things. So so many people say, oh, my job is urgent. My manager wants me there at seven in the morning. So there's nothing I can do about it. That's fine. But your job is urgent, but your health is important. So so many people park important things because they feel like they're not urgent, because not everything that's important is urgent. So that is the distinction that we have to make. So when you're thinking about your personal goals, you have to think about is the important things, not the urgent things, you know, the important things. And one of the important things is your health. One of the important things is your spouse, if you have one. One of the most important things are your kids, if you have them. But your general family is important. You cannot afford to miss that birthday. You cannot afford to miss your son's sports day because you're busy. Busy doing what? Your family has to be important to you. Not necessarily urgent because you can say, no, I, I, I had to work late, so I can't really make your sports day. It's so easy to get out of it that way. But what are you missing? You know, I always say to myself, I'm not going to be 80 years old, look back on my life and regret spending time with my child. What I'll regret more than anything is spending more time in the office than with my child. So that's what I keep thinking about. So when you're setting your personal goals. Those are things you have to think about, you know, what's important. And that's what I have to put first, not what's urgent. You can get another job that does not require you to be there at seven so that you can wake up in the morning and go for that run 
or you can go to the gym in the evening. So you get that job that allows that. But you have to incorporate. I incorporate my exercise workouts like a meeting, you know. Somebody will want to see me and I'll park it and say, no, I can't see you between this time and this time because I am doing my exercise. I have a meeting. It's more important than anything. So that's how you have to be about your life. You have to take control of it because I believe if you don't take control of it, it will control you. And trust me, you don't want to get there. But if you say my, my, my health is important and you set yourself a target and say, I'm going to lose three pounds in the next three months and you start to think about it even more and more, you'll find yourself buying those trainers and running. That's what it is. So you don't want to go to the doctor and the doctor starts telling you about your cholesterol levels, about your, 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 your high blood pressure, about you know all these diseases that come as a result of stress. And yet there's a stress reliever called exercise or meditation or yoga or whatever it is that you feel works for you. So you want to go to the doctor for a checkup and he says everything is fine. And it is possible, you know. Yes, you might have, I, I have got emails of people telling me that, no, Esther, you know, I have diabetes, so I have this, so I have that. But you can still control it. You really can. And you control it through exercise. You control it through doing what you feel is right, you know, by eating healthy. These are all choices we make. Life is about choices, period. You can't be overweight and say, I don't know why I have cholesterol issues. You know, these are things you can control if you just start to do that workout. If you just start to walk around that block just two times a day and then start a light jog. And then you just start slowly. Start by writing it down and saying, so how do I go about this? You'll find yourself buying the trainers, the, the sneakers online, the running shoes. Then you'll find yourself buying the gear. Then you'll find yourself thinking, oh, let me start walking in the park, you know, on Sundays, on weekends. But you have to do something. And this, this is what goals make you do. They start making you think about things. They make you sit back and start to look at your life in a different way. You start to recognize those habits that you're doing that are not serving you and the habits that you're doing that are serving you. And then you make that distinction. So even if you continue to do those habits that don't serve you, you'll recognize them and slowly you'll start to stop because you'll know they don't serve you. You've now recognized them. You're not doing them out of your subconscious every day. So that's what goals do. Goals are so, so important, really important because they give you that starting point, you know, because I believe you don't get in life what you want. You get in life what you are. So you have to make yourself that person, that person you want to think about, you know. You want to think about yourself when you're 70, 80, and you're still healthy. You have grandkids or, you, you know, you, you, you've achieved so much and you're still going. You still haven't done your best stuff yet. You're still working. You're still full of energy, you know. I, my, I have a friend whose mom runs the marathon at 70. I mean, she inspires me more than anyone. So that's what you need to be, you know, that person who you want to be. And that person is not just going to pop out of nowhere. 
you have to start the work now. So get rid of all those beliefs, those false beliefs that you have that say, I'm too fat, I'm too thin, I'm too young, I'm too old. It's too cold outside. It's too hot outside. I don't have the time. All those excuses, just get rid of them and say, I need to start now. Because when you set these goals, it comes from your heart and your heart is more powerful than your mind. If you put, <laughs> if, if, if you really think about it, your heart is more powerful because that's what you really want. That's the real you when you sit down and think of these goals. So then you find a way. You find a way of achieving them. So one of those ways is to write them down. Because when you write them down, then you start to think more about them. You start to think more about how you're going to achieve them. So that, my friends, that in itself is, is enough to, to change your life. It's enough to get you thinking. It's enough to, to get you feeling like, <clears throat> what should I do? You know, what should I do about my business? I have a business. I've had it for five years. It's not really worked or it's working, but it's working slowly. So what should I do? These are questions you won't ask yourself every day. Every day you'll just prod along, prod along and hope things get better. But you can't just hope, you know. You have to sit back and say, what can I do? And sometimes the opportunities are right in front of you. They are. Sometimes you have customers that you've never really focused on because you're trying to get new customers. But have you served the ones you've got, you know? Have you, got, have you, have you served them to the highest level you can? Because those are one of the ways that you can easily improve your business. So many people will think, no, I need new customers. No, you don't. Because the ones you have, you haven't even served them. So even if you get more, you'll treat them the way you're treating these ones that you have. So think about things like that. Personal goals. When was the last time you did something nice for a family member or for a best friend? You know, Did you remember their birthday last year? Do you have any plans for their birthday this year? Surprise them, you know, and give them that time. You'll start to feel fulfilled because you'll feel good. There's nothing as good as, you know, putting somebody else first. It's a really, really good feeling. So every area of your life matters. It's so easy to think that, no, it's just this area, you know. I need to first get money. When I get money, everything else will work. It does not work like that. Every area is as important as the other. The only problem is it's some, some of these areas are not as easy to think about because we naturally will go after what we don't have and forget about what we have. So once you get used to having that gratitude and recognizing that actually the people in my life are so important and I'm so lucky to have them and you start to appreciate that, you're going to start off at a, better, at a better playing field because then you're not focusing only on what you don't have. You're focusing on what you have and making the most of it. So you're focusing on those customers that you have and really focusing on them and giving them value and over-deliver, guys. Hashtag over-deliver. Over-deliver to the customers that you have. Over-deliver to the people in your life personally, your friends, your family. Just 
over deliver to them. I know people say, but then I'll need the money. The money will come later. But you just have to over deliver to them. Give more value than you've ever given. Social contribution. Give more. Give much more than you thought about. <clears throat> and at the same time, when you're setting your goals, if you're thinking of a monetary value and you write it down and say, this is my goal, I want to achieve this, multiply it by 100. Then you'll start to think faster. <laughs> There's nothing that will motivate you than that. You'll be thinking, wow, I never thought I'd ever think about this amount of money belonging to me, being in my bank account. Then visualize it in your bank account you'll start to think differently. You'll start to wake up earlier and work on it because you'll feel like this is now huge. If I want to achieve this, I can't afford to do it, you know, on a whim. I have to have a stronger plan and that's what will give you the juice to get started. But whatever it is, guys, you have to get started. You can't just leave it in your mind. An action plan is key, however small, you have to make sure that you have that action plan. So I'm going to leave it here, guys, because as you know, I love doing a 20-minute hit, you know. So just to get you thinking, um, this is an area I'm so passionate about and an area that I just want to solidify before moving on into giving you all the strategies you need to, to, to get to where you want, you know, in, 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 and give you as much as I can. But for now, I just want to get you thinking. I just want to get you writing. Get that book, you know. Get that book that you're going to write your dreams in and then start working on them one by one. Forget about the how for now and just write down those goals. And then we can take it from there. But for now, be safe and live strong, you know. Live really strong. Hold on to those beliefs, no matter what's going on externally. You know, forget about the news, forget about anything. Turn the TV off and just write those goals down. So I'll be looking forward to speaking to you the next time. But for now, take care.